Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How's it going? Everything's good. All right, you got me loud and clear? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Grown Faith Podcast. I am your host, Leo with an I, joined by the best co-host from the West Coast, Bishop with a B. How's it going, Bishop? Everything's solid, man. Everything's solid out here in our end. How about yourself? Oh, it's going good, man. It's a beautiful day out here in Dallas. Um, how's it out there in Los Angeles? Uh, actually, we're getting a lot of relief from the the heat we've been experiencing, so I can say it's it's pretty good. You know, it's been pretty good. Can't wait for the rain, though. I look forward to the rain. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sweater weather. You know. Yep, yep. I want to bust out the the hoodies already. You know, I'm tired of this hundred degree weather here in Dallas. I'm uh, ready. I can. Oh, I can only imagine out there. <laughs> All right. Well, just want to thank everybody for tuning in again. Uh, we really appreciate your support uh, for Grown Faith Podcast. And um, I always want to start it off with if you guys got any questions, if you guys got any uh, uh, stories, anything you guys want to share with us, uh, we really appreciate it. Send it in to grownfaithpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, and let's, let's get this started. Um, I, I, I felt that it was appropriate. To, once again, man, um, the entertainment industry rocked with another um, – overdose mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. by another young man I, I i saw his name uh for those who um, were listening uh mac miller um to be honest i'm not too familiar with his music i just know that i'm all too familiar with his ending mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. seemed like there's something going on uh in that industry where people um just losing their life man to uh, addiction and it's just sad to see that the brother's 26 years old and there goes another soul, you know? Right. right. Yeah, you know, it, it's unfortunate because there's so many things that the public, you know, people outside of his, his main circle don't know about it, you know, of course, and what really happened and why or what mindset he was in. But <clears throat> all in all, it, it does end up being a sad story that we've seen throughout the decades, you know, um, of, of, of individuals. And, you know, we don't hear about the stories of the everyday people. You know, people like myself and you, but of course, in, in the celebrity uh, arena, we've we've heard about these things happening for so so long, and I think that it's actually picking up. It seems like for those in in, in this time, you know, uh, people who are causing things um, to or things to happen to themselves, man. So it's it makes you it makes you wonder. You know, like I said, many people experience the same things on a day to day basis, but sometimes it does make you wonder when you have everything that other people think they want you know, what's making you do this? You know, what's going on in that, in that arena that's making these individuals resort to or, or lean on these particular types of uh, uh, crutches, uh, drugs and things to that degree, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a trip. I'm, on, I'm wondering as I'm, as I'm, you know, listening to this guy's story is, is the beast of Hollywood that has grown to be this, you know, what is it, a trillion dollar industry um, from back in the 80s to 70s and 60s where, Maybe it wasn't as big. Maybe the the temptations weren't as big. Um, and now you, you got all this money where back then maybe they were making thousands. And this guy's probably making millions of dollars. And, you know, um, is is the growth of the industry, the growth of the entertainment, the desire to know, like, people falling around like TMZ and all these publications that just want to uh, throw dirt on this young guy and or, or just not throw dirt but find dirt on everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it seems like a lot of them are cracking under that kind of pressure from Mac Miller to you, everyone sees the, the more notable uh, Kanye West, you know, but it doesn't it doesn't end there, man. Uh, from Amy Winehouse, 
uh, Kurt Cobain. Um, is the industry has it grown so big that these, you know, smaller individuals? We're not, you know, no one is as big as that kind of uh, enterprise, that kind of entertainment. Uh, is that what's was that what's going on? You think? I'm I'm wondering if that's what it is. You know, the constant, the constant. Uh, man, everything that they go through in their life, man, just trying to keep a happy face when maybe they're not feeling happy and they lean on these drugs. And like, I've always told people, like, imagine like some, some people are like, oh, I will never do that. Um, you've never had the, the best uh, liquor, top shelf, right? you know, the best cocaine, the best weed, mm-hmm. the best. Uh, and it seems now it's other stuff that I I don't know anything, you know, I don't really much about, but um, right. I'm wondering if that's what it is. Has the beast gotten too big for entertainers themselves? Yeah, you know, but I also also think that there's a level of, um, you know, it, it's a escapism where you're you're sitting there and you put, if you're feeling down, you know, if you're feeling, you know, lost or lonely, for people who on a day to day basis who work a nine to five or, you know, who um, like I said, you know, the, the, the your, your neighbor and so on and so forth, there's a lot of lot of ways a person can justify, you know, in their mind why they feel that way, you know, if if you're feeling depressed, you know, if I had more money. Or, man, if I lived in a better neighborhood, I would have access to this, that, and the other. Or if I, and, and there's all these different things that you can come up with. Individuals in that position, what can they say? And I think, too, that's why it can get so dark. Because it's like, dang, if I have all the money, if I have the houses, if I have the cars, if I have the popularity and, you know, all the fans and so on and so forth, what can I sit here and say I'm missing um, or to give a reason to my my despair? And I think when you can't, I think when you weigh that, you know, that can be even more, even though there's there's things that everybody deals with um, personally, you know, no matter what status you have. It's still a lot different when a person can sit back and say, you know, what? OK, let me let me, you know, try to make more money or let me try to travel more. Let me try to do things to help. But when you've done all that and when you have all that, I think it makes it a little bit more difficult to find the answer. And so, you know, I think Hollywood or entertainment itself yeah, it, it definitely could be a little bit too big for even the people that are involved in it and expectations and things. But also, too, I think it's kind of the same old thing that it's always been, because when you have the human condition, which is a process, we're all through, going through a process of, um, you know, becoming aware or or just trying to find happy, you know, trying to get to a point where we wake up in the morning, and we're excited about the day like like you were when you were a kid. You know, you lose so many things as you get older, you know, the joy of a birthday party or Christmas, all these different things. But as you get older, it's like, well, you know, all those things go away. And so I think that everybody's still going through the same process as a human being, um, trying to get back to a happy place that they can remember when they were a kid. Or if the, if the, if the childhood was a little messed up and they're trying to find something that they've seen other people may have or something that they've concocted in their mind that is real but they just haven't attained it yet you know so i think this is a people thing you know and i think that we get the publicity because they're they're um everybody knows about it because they're celebrities right but i'm I'm sure there's tons of people who have who have done the same thing today but we just don't know about them you know Mm. and that kind of leads and i i wanted to start it off as i was as i was thinking about how we're going to organize this podcast this totally falls in line with what i'm what this podcast, uh, this episode is about, um, being aware. Uh, we're going to be talking about the awakening, um, Jim Cartol. And I wanted to start it off with, I, I, I like percentages. One thing that uh, Jay-Z, I like Jay, you know, uh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't, mm-hmm. you know. 
And one of the things that I found was that 81% of people attend church regularly because they, they want to become close to God. Mm-hmm. And it says 69% of them uh, do it for to provide a moral foundation for their children. Mm-hmm. It says 68% of people go because they want to be a better person and 66% uh, want to find comfort in times of sorrow. So I think that's a high number for people uh, when they try to say, is God dead, you know, mm-hmm. or is 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 there anything out there more there's definitely people out there there's a large amount of people out there searching for something because as i was finding as i'm looking up all these numbers man um the, even like the atheist it says that you know a lot of people are coming out with that you know that new term where i'm not spiritual i'm uh, or i'm not religious i'm spiritual mm-hmm. you know and even the numbers uh, amongst the atheists from what it says is that it's grown from 17% to 54% of them now having a desire to look into the universe or the spiritual realm you know so there's definitely a desire uh there to to seek something higher and i think that you may have all the riches you know and and also talking about being happy we're going to dive into that today as well um you know uh you may have all those riches but what do you have on the inside you know and i think that's one of the reasons why grown faith has also started to Let's let's analyze that. Let's talk about that. Let's let's find that missing piece. And not definitely not one missing piece, but missing pieces to this puzzle of the human consciousness, of the human struggle, of the, the human faith, the human soul. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that um from what I found out today, uh I, I asked you what what do you think the number and I actually got it wrong. How much do you think yoga brings in? Yo- uh, yoga. Yoga yeah. annually. Um I'll probably say yoga may bring in a couple billion. Yeah, it's twenty-seven billion. Twenty-seven. Okay. And which leads That's into twenty. There's twenty million practitioners. It says, mm. which which after that, you know, meditation started to grow and it's on the rise. You know, mm. and it says from uh, spiritual gurus, you know, self-help books, life coaching, uh, books, seminars. That's a thirteen billion dollar industry. Sheesh. Yeah, You know, and it says that there's 34 to 42% of Americans that currently have a different religious identity from the one that they were raised in from their parents. Mm. And I think that I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't follow the the hardline Christian practice. I was also raised Catholic. I don't follow that. You know, and I think that as time grows on, that, that number is going to rise to 50, 60%, definitely. That we are not following the traditional path to uh quote unquote god Mm. you know um so there's definitely a need and a desire out there and i hope that some of these people are out there that are that are you know man it's such a sad thing to see someone like that go through that um to end their life like that uh you know let's let's um let's help those people and i hope those people could find that that gem that jewel that god like we uh like i spoke on last week that god has put on each side of us to to bring that out you Mm -hmm. know and find that and that can maybe replace the addiction that people struggle with today. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, I think we, I think people as a, you know, us as a, a human race as a whole, you know, the stats you were just given. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's a testimony to how much people are out there trying to, you know, find a way or those who are kind of like something is wrong with this, with the system, you know, there's a glitch in this matrix. There's, something that's off that um that I, that doesn't feel right with me and i think you know like i said that's that's a very very good thing many parents of course are those kids probably upset but 
you know, if they could take a step back and see that they're looking for something, you know, their soul is yearning for something that it's not getting. Um, I think that that's, that's what it's all about. Mm. And that's what leads us nice to the next topic, um, the awakening. And everybody's talking about how they're woke. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that brother's woke right there. She's, she's woke, you know, and I think that that term is being overused and like love. You know, everybody loves something, but let's let's get, dig down to the deeper meaning of love, you know, uh, and, and this awakening. And what my thought process on that was, well, what if I was aware? You know, and I, I go back to a time when I was, let's say, in sixth grade, uh, when I questioned a priest that I was going to a school in Chicago, asking him how come he abstains from sex. And I, I just I don't know, I was a sixth grader and I, I wanted to know. You know, I guess maybe because I had sexual education a year prior and how come he doesn't get married? And he said it was his choice, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that definitely might be a wrong choice that was placed upon people by the Catholic uh, institution, because you can see what's going on in that faith and how many people are running away from that faith and how many people that they're losing were like we spoke on last week. Uh, people are leaving that faith at 13 years old and not turning back, mm-hmm. you know, and as I'm saying that, like. I believe that I'm not the only one out there that at a young age will, you know, even when you did like biblically, you know, Christ was at a young age already speaking and going to the, what is it, the uh, temples mm-hmm. to learn and to preach. And I, at a young age, I I wasn't awakened. I don't know if you can awaken a, a, a sixth grader, but I was aware that there was something wrong. There was something uh, that, that contradicted how I felt as a young person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they're if you're out there and you've had those those thoughts on, wait a minute, that's not how maybe it's not vibing with who I am as a person. There's nothing wrong with that. Question the authority, you know, because I do believe that we all have uh, a bit of an answer that God has given us. We all walk a different journey, a different path. And, you know, that priest had his path and he chose that. And not my path is different. Mm-hmm. You know, my walk is different. And. I don't think I'm the only one out there. And I think that you might be on the same boat. Or I want to ask you, when did you start? At what age did you start feeling, I guess, awoke or aware that things were, were a little bit off in what you were being told? Um, I was, you know, to be honest, I, I've never been good with authority <laughs> um, <laughs> in any way, shape or form. So I, I can't remember a time where I, I adhered to anything. Um, I, my family, of course, were where you're regular, you know, typical Baptist go to church type role. I was never forced to go to church, which has been, I think, one of the greatest gifts because as much as even now, you know, I want you to come visit my church. And it's like, oh, that's cool. That's what's up. But I'm all right. I think that it's allowed me to to be a little bit flexible in regards to how I looked at things and so on and so forth. So I never really had that to have to say the system is wrong. I think for me, um, around like i said 14 i used what i had in terms of what um what i knew it in terms of spirituality you know i didn't have anybody speaking of anything other than you know god jesus and whatever but um i think that at that moment is when i started to say you know with nothing's really making sense in terms of life you know how we how we get taught you know how we get things broken down to us and how off things are and to me you know, like I said, the, the the biggest thing is just life as a whole, like how we're taught this system just just goes from you have life and then you die and hopefully you make it to 
heaven or hell based off of some stuff he did, but you won't know for sure because, you know, God is the judge and judgment days come in and so on and so forth. So because I always had a, a issue with authority, I don't think that was the way that I could accept God. Although mm-hmm. when I began, that's how I viewed it. I viewed it more of a militant mentality. I viewed it as I was, I was, I was um, just a soldier and, and that was my, a captain or whatever and he gave the orders the orders are the bible and these are the rules that you abide by and that makes you a good soldier and eventually you know it was just kind of more like you know I'm, I'm cool i'm cool on this i'm tired of this so if you don't like me because of this or because of me walking away from this then i guess i'm going to hell and <laughs> for me that was like the biggest turning point because there was no fear anymore and I feel like there's there's only one way that you can truly pursue a spiritual journey. There's only one way that you can truly have a deep relationship with your creator. And it can't be fear involved because love and fear cannot occupy the same space or faith and fear can't occupy the same space, you know. Mm. So I guess always, you know, always something was always a little bit like that don't add up. That don't make sense. What? you know, well, I, I remember, like I said, I think I remember saying in an earlier podcast. Nobody could even tell me what dinosaurs was in the Bible. So, you know, my, it's some, some, like I said, something as simple as that as a kid. I'm sitting there like, well, but that don't make sense. If it's not there, then where's that? You know, because you always get taught dinosaurs and people did not occupy the land at the same time, even though now they found footprints of, of human beings and, and, and dinosaurs next to each other. But back then, there was the fact that the dinosaurs were before human beings. Well, if the Bible starts us off with Adam and Eve, then where the hell did dinosaurs come in? You know, and that those things those things so mm-hmm. i think i think there was always something missing not necessarily broken to me just missing there's a lot of missing chunks and if there's missing chunks then that means people are kind of operating based off of a, a faulty system because it's going to fall apart at some point and I, I honestly feel like that's what's happening now um mm-hmm. uh, as a whole to people and that's what i i feel like as far as being aware like i looked up uh three three uh words in a dictionary, right? And one of them was awakened. The act of moment of becoming aware of something, a recognition, a realization, or coming aware of something. So awareness comes before an awakening. Mm-hmm. You know, so I felt that that I'm, I'm in line with that. I've always been aware that there's something off in what I was being taught. And one thing I wanted to touch on was like, these people they have, it seems like they have everything from Anthony Bourdain to, to Mac Miller, like they they have it all, it seems, from the, from the, from the, what is it, the bird's eye view, you're looking down, and, you know, or from the worm's eye view, you're looking up at somebody, mm-hmm. depending on your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, you're, and you're like, man, I want that, you know? Mm-hmm. And one thing I had a problem, as I was trying to, like, as we get into Eckhart Tolle, and he talks about the presence of the now or the power of the now, um, I, I, I came to a realization about that, like, a, a small realization about that. And about the pursuit of happiness and how that might hurt a lot of people, actually. You know, because what is pursuit? The pursuit is the action of following someone or something. Happiness, the positive experience of emotions. Now, you know, emotions can be up and down, Mm -hmm. you know. And the way I wanted to tell people about it is I was thinking about, you know, Eckhart's theory of living in the now. You know, I was upset with myself because I'm, I, my brain wasn't, wasn't, I was like, how come I'm not getting this, you know? So I'm at work, you know, and I'm listening to Kid Cudi, mm-hmm. you know, and he has that song, you know, um, as far as uh, the pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. right? And as I'm listening to this, you know, forgive me, but I find enlightenment, you know, and I find, uh, 
you know, I think anybody can find something to learn from somebody somehow, mm-hmm. you know. And as I'm listening to this, right, in this pursuit of happiness, you know, and it goes back and like uh, to think back to when you were younger, what is something that you wanted, something that you desired that, man, it brought you such happiness from whether it should be from some Jordans, an Xbox, a, a watch, um, you know, countless other possessions that you guys wanted. I remember I wanted them, uh, the Barclays. Mm-hmm. I was big on them Barclays. I couldn't tell you where them Barclays are at right now. They're probably in a landfill something or somewhere. <laughs> so my emotions, your happiness is, you know, it, you're, we're in pursuit. We are a hamster on that wheel in pursuit of a possession or a pursuit of an idea of being thin, of having, of having a family, of having everything where they say the, the social constructs, you know, that tell you what you are, what you should uh, uh, strive to achieve. You know, and I'm looking at this pursuit of happiness and I'm like, I get it. I get the power of now. Like now I'm sitting at this table right now speaking to whoever listens and I'm happy because I'm in the now, Mm -hmm. you know, and I wanted to rush home and be in the now with my family, Mm -hmm. not thinking about the the future, not thinking about the past, because there is a uh, as we get into um, uh, talking about Jim Carrey in a bit, he talks about like, you know, if you're looking into the future, that's uncertain. Mm-hmm. If you look into the past, there's pain. And it ties in with the Eckhart Tolle of like living in the now, you know. And as I'm looking at all these people and you're, you're seeing them take their, their life or, um, you know, they're just completely depressed, you know. Um, you're not going to find that, it seems. Like that pursuit is going to be a forever pursuit. You're going to be 60, 70 years old. And I'm glad that I kind of came to this realization right now where, Maybe that I'm done with that pursuit of trying to 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 keep up to to live like what we see on TV, mm-hmm. you know. And what I'm what I wanted to focus on was joy. And when I remember going to, I went to Bible college, and there is a difference between happiness and joy. And I'm reading this now that a lot of people are, are saying the same thing, where happiness is based on happenstance, what is happening around you. You can only find joy. Well, they said, you know, obviously in Bible college, it's, you know, in God, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm really seeing that you can find joy in your passions, mm-hmm. you know, and also giving back, you know, so you're not going to find happiness in, in that pursuit because that pursuit is going to be forever. But I want to focus on the word joy and enjoy. And I think that you can find joy by what you enjoy, which is a passion of yours, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that even for myself, like, I'm not doing what I want to do right now, you know, as far as my job, mm-hmm. you know, but I know I'm working towards something that I'm going to find joy in, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's something I just wanted to share with people as far as like, you know, maybe we're, we're, we're in that pursuit of something that you're not going to be able to hold water in your hand forever, mm-hmm. you know, and what you find happiness in, uh, now it, it's going to s- switch and that's what that, I guess that power of now. And I know you're familiar with Eckhart Tolle and that, and that philosophy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, I think it's, it's, it's the whole thing is, is uh, conditioning. You know, we've, we've been conditioned our parents, grandparents for a very long time. You know, you turn on the TV and you see advertisements, you know, you get your emails, you online, they, they see your interest, you're getting, Oh, we're having a sale or you want this or this new car, this, that, and the other. And I think that, you know, it it creates that that um, 
the false illusion that things will make you happy. And a lot of times, and I don't know if you've noticed it, you can go out and buy something that you wanted. And it's like, oh, yeah, I got that. And then after about a couple hours, the feeling goes away. You don't even remember that you bought it. You know, you just put it in the closet or somewhere. Um, and I think so as a whole society, you know, outside of, of any system that is trying to keep people asleep, keep people looking on the outside of themselves, um, needs to wake up to the fact that we can teach our children and our children's children and so on and so forth by setting precedence now that you seek happiness by seeking the things that you were just speaking of what makes you happy but also too i think the moment you find peace and stillness within yourself you know because if a person learns to do that then the, the moment you open your eyes the world is going to look different you know you're not going to be running here and there and looking at that person and comparing yourself because you fall in love with yourself you fall in love with your own divinity and you've you've come to the conclusion that all you need is that right there you know i don't know if you've ever attempted um or various ways of meditation, but you can get into meditation sometimes, man. You thought you was hungry, you get into meditation, you come out, you cool. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a there's an element of of um, supernatural ability, I think, that we all have to tap into. That if we can do that, if we will do that, and if we eventually, as a, as a race, human race, come together and and all do it, uh, we'll find that the way human beings did operate in terms of always trying to get happiness from something, some person, some activity, um, you know, drugs, sex, people get addicted to so many things because of the endorphins that's, that's released. You know, you, that's why you have some people that are just wild about working out to the craziest degree. It's just because of the addiction, um, which is, you know, nothing wrong with that. But uh, I think that, uh, you know, we are looking in the wrong places, of course. And, um, you know, I think that eventually we'll start to wake up to the fact that we don't need to look. We just mm-hmm. need to. We just need to be. Yeah, and that's what that's what I, I really am. I'm, as I um, recently discovered Eckhart Tolle, uh, he seems to have he's he's very uh, popular and he's actually um, man, Oprah endorsed him and that guy's career took off. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty crazy. But as we step in, like as I was, I didn't know about Eckhart Tolle until I was looking into Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. And I think that anybody, uh, everybody knows who Jim Carrey is. You know, I've I've followed him since uh, probably the '90s, since *In Living Color*, *Fire Marshal Bill*. Mm-hmm. You know, and who would have thought that that guy would have came out to be who he is now? You know, and he was raised Catholic. He was Presbyterian. He was connected to Scientology, Christianity, Transcendentalism, the Kabbalah. So here's a guy that has everything, but he's still searching. Mm-hmm. And that's a great search, man. I I, I I identify with that search because I had to get out of the Christian church. And I feel, uh, even though I still go back, I think it's a great foundation. I, I find a lot of useful uh, sermons that, that, that do still speak to me, mm-hmm. you know, but here's a guy that, that looked around. Here's a guy who, who lived in a van with his, with his, with his whole family because his father lost his job. I mean, this guy has has gone through a lot, and he's still searching, you know. And and I was listening. I looked at this interview where the guy asked him what his religion was, and he says, "I'm a Buddhist. I'm a Muslim. I'm a Christian. I'm whatever you want me to be. It all comes down to the same thing, mm-hmm. and that same thing to me is love. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that my Creator left that love inside of me, and I'm I'm really trying to tap into that uh, loving other people and 
maybe not saying a lot of negative things or, you know, gossip, whatever it is, you know, I'm trying to be that person that, that I feel that God has called me to be, which is just a loving person, mm-hmm. you know, and he got Jim Carrey where they're trying, like, every, it says like a lot of religions are trying to, trying to uh, claim him, mm-hmm. you know, they, they want to put their, their stamp on him. Oh, he's ours, you know? Mm-hmm. And one thing he talks about is uh, he talks about his, his battle with depression, you know, and how, he uh he he was on Prozac and how he's off of it, you know, you know he talks about uh about trying to find a higher higher power, but he doesn't talk about the rules that try to dictate how you should uh how you should worship, mm-hmm. you know. He talks about the difference between sadness and depression, you know, like in like everyone like we said uh, earlier, sadness based on happenstance, and he says depression. He says, depression is the body saying F you to the body that you created for the world's acceptance. And it depressed. Think of it like in two different words, deep rest. Your body needs a deep rest for the character that you're playing. And I'm wondering, like the people that are actors, the people that are out there like entertainers, are are they allowing their body that they're giving off to people? Cause I could only imagine the energy that you have to put out daily to people like, you know, to, to maintain the lifestyle. Like even Will Smith, I remember seeing where he was broke, you know, he would imagine being the fresh prince and, or before he was a fresh prince, uh, you know, uh, Will Smith uh, riding the bus broke and he had to put on that, that, that face. So, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He had to live, live up to that. He had to constantly live up to that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm, I'm listening to Jim Carrey and I'm like, this guy is, is is really something uh he's on a path that I feel like many of us are on many of you who are listening to this podcast are on and he also talked about how he thinks that organized religion is fading and changing the pope was a corporate maneuver but how you worship is your choice mm-hmm. and i really love that man you know and then I, I if you follow his twitter feed i i recommend that you got people hey just t- just tell a joke already <laughs> You know, and, and me personally, no, I'm like, man, share more. Right. I, I, you know, and he's, he's, and I, through him, I, w- I found that cartel. And this is the part of my process, the part of my journey that I think that, that this podcast is, has, uh, has led me to. I'm, I'm going to find different people. I'm going to be a, a gateway to, to, to many other people who are looking for motivation, inspiration, or, or just to like um, develop their faith once again and maybe find their faith once again. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, that's and that's what we're here for, and that's what it's all about. The things that we get urged to do and that we get to share, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, there's some other podcasts that come out of this, or some vlogs, or something of that nature from the people that are listening. Um, you know, as this things continues to to grow and 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 hopefully love, you know, people. That I think that we don't always need to be in you know physical proximity to people for people to feel that. So. I think we know we're doing something where people can say they feel that. And I'm saying that there are definitely um, people listening, uh, all different pl- uh, platforms. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play. We're on Spotify. Uh, tune in, everybody, man. We really hope that we're making a difference. I, I really hope I'm making a difference. And if I can leave people with uh, two different um, uh, Eckhart Tolle, we're going to touch on him next week. I wanted to touch on him this week, but we're out of time. Um but he talks about stop looking for scraps of pleasure or fulfillment for validation, security, or love. You have a treasure within that is infinitely greater than anything the world can offer. Mm-hmm. 
And he also says, surrender to the grief, despair, fear, loneliness, or whatever form the suffering takes. Witness it without labeling it mentally. Embrace it. Then see how the miracle of surrender transmutes deep suffering into deep peace. And I just want to share that for any of you. I don't know who that was for. Um, but it, I just hope that you get something from this podcast. And I think this is the best one yet. And I, like I said, I do believe that this uh, machine, this Grown Pay podcast is going to continue to grow, uh, to continue to be to get better. And I just want to thank you again uh, for your support, uh, for those out there listening again. And I uh, just want to say much love and uh, thank you again. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll uh, see you guys or be speaking out and hopefully we're hearing back, you know, next week. And uh, we can keep this thing going, keep the connection going and growing. Because that's what we're really looking for, a connection with you, with you all, really. Yeah, man. Uh, hit us up, uh, grownfaithpodcast at gmail.com. We would really love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. All right. Signing off. Talk to you guys later.